something. <laughs> but, and, and, I mean, you might get some things done, but, but you can't get the most out of it. Now, we, we need to respect God by giving him full attention and make his word our priority. First um, John 5, 4. You put it up there real quick, but keep yourself in Isaiah 53. Why don't you just look at it up there? So, 1 John 5, 4. And this... For whatsoever or whosoever is born of God. What's a whosoever? That's you, right? You're a whosoever. For whatever is born of God is victorious over the world. You're victorious over the world. But people that are born again, many of them are not victorious over the world because they are compromising and they know they are. See, sometimes, you know, there, there's a world system out there and we need to obey certain things like, oh, like the law, yeah. taxes. Uh, taxes, license plates, uh, if you're living in an apartment, mortgage on time, rent on time, uh, rules that need to be followed. And like, it's just like we rented that church down there by across from the airport, and I'm telling you, we renovated that place on our own money because we painted it all and we made it pretty. In fact, I can carpeted it on our own money, put stuff on the, the, the windows of our own. We even put a sump pump in because the landlord didn't. Yeah, kept the weeds down, kept them down on the cement where it was cracked, Tried to make it nice. Kenny built a cross, made it really nice, I remember. I mean, but see, that's, and that's why, you know, I never thought anything of it at the time, though. All of a sudden, the Lord said, that's why you reaped what you, what you got. <laughs> because I think about four or five of those could fit in here. <laughs> Seriously. But but we took care of it. In fact, I remember the landlord's wife came in and she gasped. Yeah. She went, oh, oh my gosh, I didn't recognize it. And, and when she came in, she was angry with us for some reason. I don't I don't remember what it was, but anyway, she got over it really fast. <laughs> so see, this is the victory that overcomes the world, though, even our faith. Faith is totally trusting God. Faith is tithing or giving a seed that you didn't think that you had saved back for something else. There's another story in there about a church who nobody would give them, uh, you know, a loan to buy a church. And they had saved $8,800. Um, and uh, they still wouldn't give them a loan. And all of a sudden, this older pastor said, you know, I'm going to retire, and I want to give you my church free. <laughs> and he says, my people have decided to join with your people if you will come and pastor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
And you know why? It's because they took that $8,800 and sewed it. Yeah. Sure. That's Talks a little. I can remember when we, when we went to get the mortgage and I took a big chance and I gave 5,000 bucks away. <laughs> In fact, to Dr. Dufresne and uh, as a seed to get to get this pay, I mean, to have the money to pay for it. And we went from uh, what? From 650, well, I'm talking about money. <laughs> I think this is God. Okay, from 600 and um, what was it or was it? You know what? The, he, this is what he would do. He charged us $850 a month for that place, but then he would give us 200 back, and then he could take it off of his income tax. So it was really 650. And the and the utility bill was like sometimes it was below 100. And so we went from that to paying. Yeah, what was it? $3,200? And utility bills. But we did it. I, I look back on it, it's like, huh? And, you know, you aren't, you aren't used to that, but that's why I know this is of God. But this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And you've got to maintain your faith. Trust in God. Trust in him. Trust in him. It says trust in him in Proverbs with all your heart. Don't lean to your own understanding. Don't start getting, you know, all, all kinds of uh, analyzing things and, and, you know, putting it into mind perspective. And then it's not that. God is a God of miracles. God is a God who doesn't look at those things. Okay, so this is the victory that overcomes the world, even my faith. We, and how do you even get faith? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Over and over and over. And that's in Romans 10. 1017. Okay. So we're honestly right there. It says we're world overcomers. Yeah. And we walk it out by faith. And you know what? That spirit of faith, we have the same spirit of faith as Jesus did. We have that same spirit of faith. And a spirit of faith, a spirit of faith equals a spirit of victory. Okay, let's go to Romans 10. Now this goes, this Romans 10. Now remember, it says, who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Doc, now, Ron Canoli had a song back in maybe the 90s. And, it, and his song was, whose report do you believe? I shall believe the report of the Lord. Okay, so we sang it over and over and over in school when I was teaching school and stuff like that. And so then when the doctor said, the lump was cancerous. Come on. And I went, I, honest to God, that's all, I, that's all that went through my system was, whose report do I believe? Whose report do I believe? And I almost started to laugh. <laughs> and, you know, they have to talk to you for 35 minutes or something because of insurance. And he really did for a long time. I was like, ugh. 
And all I could think of was, whose report do I believe? <laughs> well, and I mean, it was a true report, and I did have surgery. You know, and I'm not, I'm not, that's another thing. You don't get flaky and say, well, then I'm by golly. If God told you, he's going to heal you fine. But if not, do what you have to do because your level of faith and don't be ashamed of your level of faith, wherever it's at. Okay, now, Romans 10. These are all, these are all just things. Okay, Romans 10. Um, Romans 10, verse 8. But what saith it? Well, right before that it says, Do we have to descend to the deep or bring up Christ from the dead? But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Now, you know what? He lives in us. That's all I can say. Is, and the word of faith is in us. If we put the word of faith in there, the word of God can be in us. And he is in us. And we don't have to beseech heaven He's in us. And that word is nigh thee, even in our lips and in our heart. Okay? That is, verse 9, that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. Right? For with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Now, there are people, there are Pharisees in the, Old Te in the New Testament, or rather in the Gospels, that, that those Pharisees really believed in the heart that Jesus was the Christ. However, they would not say it for fear of being kicked out of the Sanhedrin. Because they wanted, you know, they wanted... Uh, to be elite, recognized, right? recognized and have a high place. They can, you cannot be born again if you're not going to say it, if you're not going to tell anybody. Or you may say it just to get rid of someone, or children may just say it with their parents. I've seen that many cases in school, but I haven't seen the fruit in the kid. Stealing stuff at Walmart? Stealing stuff out of your purse? Oh, yeah, we're born again, huh? I mean, I changed when I got born again. And not even spirit-filled, I changed. I really know that. And, and you can't, sometimes we make our children say that, so it's okay, but I make sure when they're older that that is a real thing with them. And you can tell. Okay, so now... You confess with your mouth healing, and you believe that in your heart, and you'll be healed. You have to say it with your mouth, believe it in your heart. Okay, verse 11. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him shall not be ashamed. Verse 12. 
For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. You could be a drug, druggie laying in the field. That one guy, he called on the Lord when he was full of drugs and in a cornfield, didn't even know where he was. And the Lord heard For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But how then shall they call on whom they have not believed? And how shall they be, believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? That's huge. You see that? And how shall they preach except they be sent? Now, there's a lot of people out there that become in the fivefold ministry, but they haven't been. They shouldn't be in the fivefold ministry. See, but everybody thought that was me, too. <laughs> and how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Okay, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? I've seen that so much in the years of being, and especially like in school. So see then, if people go to church, say they're born again, but their fruit does not show it. So then faith comes, it comes by hearing and 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 hearing by the word of God. But I say, have they not heard? Yes, verily, their sound went into all the earth and the words to the ends of the world. But I say, did not Israel know? First, Moses said, I will provoke you to jealousy by them that are no people, that's us. Yep. <laughs> and by a foolish nation, I will anger you. But Isaiah is very bold and says, I was found of them that sought me not, that's us. I was made manifest unto them that asked not after me. And to Israel, he said, all day long, I stretched forth my hands unto a disobedient and gainsaying people. Okay, so now the Lord doesn't have to do anything more to redeem us or to heal us. And, and no, one, no one is saved uh, by good deeds or being a good person. Here's, here's what I'm seeing. Even right now, people are thinking that. And I say tweak yourself but you are not saved that way. You should be saved. But in order to even go up in the rapture, God wants us to get to a holy life. Do you understand where I'm coming from? It can't just be that blah, blah thing day to day. See, we, okay, and then the devil comes along and he, he condemns us many times. But we have got real estate in heaven. <laughs> Isn't that cool? You got to remember that. And you would have to purposely reject him in order not. I mean, you can lose your salvation. 
You can lose it. They say you can. Yes, you can. You can totally, absolutely reject him. It totally. You it really has to be severe. Okay. So see, faith comes by hearing the report of the word. And it's done and it's accomplished. But many do not believe that report. Um, okay, go to go to John 12. And these two verses go along with that. Whose report do you believe? Okay, Romans or John 12. Verse 36. I don't know how far we're going to get with this because... Actually, does go to the Amplified now. Uh, start with verse 35. So Jesus said to them, you will have the light only a little while longer. And he was talking about himself. Walk while you have the light. Keep on living by it. So that darkness may not overtake and overcome you. He who walks about in the dark does not know where he is going. He is drifting and doesn't even know it. He is backsliding. While you have the light, believe in the light. Have faith in it. Hold to it. Rely on it. That you may become sons of the light and be filled with the light. And Jesus said these things and then he went away and he hid himself from them. He was lost to their view. Even though he had done so many miracles before them, Right before their eyes, they still did not trust in him and failed to believe in him. Is that us now? <laughs> See, do we really believe him and trust him? The blind see, I mean, the, these people saw the blind see, the deaf hear, the dead were, the dead were raised, and... <laughs> But see, do you, I want to tell you something. Believing does not come by seeing. I, I can remember Kenneth Hagin said, seeing is not believing. But believing is seeing. You have to believe first. And you see it. You see it in your spirit. You see it. You see yourself doing it. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. Even with, with um, healing in your body, you have to see it. You have to see yourself getting well. Okay. I, I, okay. You can, I, can, I can stick with the walker. I can stick with a crutch. Or not a crutch, but a cane. But you just, you know what, you've got to see yourself doing it, going, and do it. And I'm not, I'm not trying to pat myself, but I don't want to be in this. The way it was, my faith was to get surgery. And that's okay, too. And, you know, I had to trust someone. I had to trust God that he would be in it. So meditate, though, on the 
healing scriptures. And don't compromise in your life or sickness and disease start to hit you. And I think Nancy Dufresne said that today. Did, didn't she say something about even not coming to church at this point? Yeah, you're not going to receive, and it's not, it's not going to be the way it should be. This is a different time we're living in, and we, we really need to conform to, to, to go all the way with it. And you know what? You're going to like it better. Okay, so what Isaiah the prophet said was fulfilled. Lord, who has believed our report and our message? And to whom has the arm, the power of the Lord, been shown, unveiled, and revealed? Therefore, they could not believe. They were unable to believe. The Israelites. For Isaiah said, He has blinded their eyes and hardened and benumbed their callous, degenerated hearts. Actually, they blinded themselves and did it themselves. You, I mean, you start to just, oh, this is nothing. You know, I've heard all this stuff before. Well, time to go sleep in church. Time to do this, you know. And you've got to move yourself out of that. And, and you know, to want, have a want to, what can I say? But God, God is warning us in all of this stuff. He doesn't blind our eyes and harden our heart or make it callous, but that's what happens, even, even as a Christian. He made their minds dull to keep them from seeing with their eyes and understanding with their hearts and minds and repenting and turning to me to heal them. Isaiah said this because he saw his glory. And yet in spite of all this, many, even of the leading men, the authorities and the nobles believed and trusted in him. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess it for fear that if they should acknowledge him, they would be expelled from the synagogue. And some people are ashamed to say that they're a Christian, are ashamed to talk about God, you know, and that's just, it's just something that we need to get going with. I, I hope I'm not boring you. Okay, but see, all of this goes along with Isaiah 53.1. Who experiences the manifestation of the power of God and his manifestation? Those who believe the good report. Those who are going to believe the good news. Well, <laughs> the, the thing about it is, I told somebody a scripture once and they said, well, I just don't know about that scripture. And I went, huh? <laughs> oh my gosh, you don't know about the scripture. <laughs> so, you know what? Faith is a choice. Stop analyzing with your head. Just believe it. I choose to believe the good news. And then the arm of the Lord will be revealed to you because you believed. You know, <laughs> some people want to get stuck in the tradition and lose their place. Stuck in religion. Stuck in the tradition. And if they believed and accepted it, you know what? They would have to admit that they're in pride before that. 
And that's part of it. And we all need, see, we all need to say, I believe the report of the word of God. Let's all say it right now. I believe the report of the word of God. Okay, so what, what, what we need to do at this stage, too, it, it, to repent of those things that we have not quite carried out, we have to repent of the things that, um, that we're compromising in, like being, well, like not even following rules, like, you know, you move someplace or, and, and you need to keep it up and keep it as your own too and not destroy it. When you rent a car, it, all those things, because you'll reap what you sow. And um, there are some people in here, and I'm just going to say that, and I know for a fact, you, you do not understand tithing means 10%. And you're following someone else that's a relative because they give, you know, just like, well, you know, just, and, you know, we need to look into that and not, not imitate what our relatives are doing who are not even going to church. <laughs> now, the Holy Spirit told me that. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm not going to go there, but repentance is a gift. Um. And don't be too proud to say that you are wrong. Do it with people and don't just fester and turn it into like spiritual gangrene. Because <laughs> it will. If you can't humble yourself and you're too proud to admit that you've been doing something wrong. See, God... He wants to give you the grace to overcome. Amen. I, I'm going to show you. It's right in James 4. Let's go in James 4, sure. verse 6. In fact, we went over this once in a Bible study. Verse 6, out of the Amplified. But God gives us more and more grace and power of the Holy Spirit to meet this evil tendency. What evil tendency? It talks about strife and discord and feuds. And why? how do they originate? And it says right at the top there in um, James 4.1, they are sensual desires that are warring in your bodily members. You are jealous and covet what others have, and your desires go unfulfilled. Whoa! And this is the Bible, so you are murderers. To hate is to murder as far as your heart is concerned. You burn with envy and anger and not able to obtain the gratification, the contentment and happiness that you seek so you fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. Yeah. 
In verse 5 down there it says, Do you suppose the scripture is speaking to no purpose that says, The spirit whom he has caused to dwell in us yearns over us. And he yearns, the Holy Spirit is in us, and he yearns for his, his spirit to be welcomed with a jealous love. And yet we give love to the world system and to other things. But he gives us, he'll give us more and more grace, power of the Holy Spirit to meet the evil tendencies and all others fully. That's why he says God's sets himself against the proud and the haughty. Those who cannot admit that they made a mistake. But he gives grace continually to the lowly, those who are humble enough to receive. So here it says, and I know, it says, submit yourself to God. In the Amplifies, it says, be subject to God. Yeah. Yeah. But see, you aren't, you can, uh, you can memorize this, sure. but you got to do it. You, right. yeah. Yeah. Right. you aren't, you aren't being <laughs> subject to God when you disobey some of the laws of man. Yeah. Even in a rental, in a rent a car, in a rental, in a hotel, yeah. uh, in all kinds of places, or some rules, maybe when you're boating, you know, on a anything like that. See, so be submit yourself to God. And, and see, remember the guy said to me, because I was all upset because of, of money, not having enough money, and and he he uh, he didn't know anything about it. All of a sudden, he came up to me, and he had just been ordained that before that, and he, and he said, the Lord showed me that, <laughs> that you are submitting yourself to the devil and resisting God because you're upset and not trusting him. Woo! <laughs> so be subject to God. See, and it's all these little areas Resist the devil, stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. See, but look what it says. Come close to God, and he'll come close to, to you. See, before that, you were having an affair. I put it in my Bible. You were having an affair with the devil. You yielded to circumstances and distractions. <laughs> Oh, those people aren't treating me right. And, you know, you get all drama and all the drama in there, been there. I was even getting upset before church. But I thought, nah, get out of this. <laughs> and that was good what you were saying, Mark, because it was the truth. See, and do you see what I'm talking about? I've had a lot of time to be with God because of this whole month, you know, not being quite as active. Or, and you know what? And there are things, I don't know why, but I was crying out to him and crying out to him and crying out to him. And there were so many things that I was seeing that, that need to be tweaked to me to be submitted to him in these, in these days 
And that's what he's talking about. Recognize that you're a sinner. Get your soiled hands clean. Realize that you have been disloyal. See, and sometimes we, God would have taken care of certain situations. And we think we have to jump in there and take them over. And when we take them over, we're disobeying somebody. I'm, I'm, there's, there may be areas that you're compromising because you're trying to make things right, which are not, and it could be for little kids, could be for family, you know what I mean? But you aren't because you're not letting God do it. So you are not submitting yourself to God. Realize you have been disloyal, wavering individuals with divided interests. Purify your hearts of your spiritual adultery. He calls it spiritual adultery. As you draw near to God, be deeply penitent and grieve, even grieve, even weep over your disloyalty to God. Let your laughter, it's fun to laugh, but we'll, you'll be able to laugh after that. Let your laughter be turned to grief. And now this is the Bible. This is James telling us. This was Jesus' brother. Let your laughter be turned to grief and your mirth to dejection and heartfelt shame for your sins. Humble yourself, feeling very insignificant, in the presence of the Lord. And guess what he'll do? He'll exalt you. And he does. And I've experienced this. But you got to be honest with him. You know what? He will lift you up and make your life significant. I mean, just give it all go. God, 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 God. <laughs> you know, I was doing that a lot when I was alone. And... <laughs> The cat was sitting on my lap. And all of a sudden, the cat was gone. And, and I swear that cat was seeing angels. I mean, because it was like staring, just staring, and then going to a different place. And then, I think it was. But it was after all that, you know, just giving your whole self over to him. But I'm, this, this, you know, you can even, well, this is way off. Actually, I was going to talk a lot about healing, but I'm not going <laughs> to. But yeah, it is healing. Actually, First Peter, go to First Peter 5, 5 through 10. I did this in that Bible study too. It wasn't even in the book. <laughs> Both of them, um, I mean, okay. Start with uh, chapter, f or verse 5, I mean. 5-5. Five, five. Likewise, you who are younger and, and of lesser rank, and I don't like to say the rank thing, but be subject to the elders, the ministers, and spiritual guides of the church, giving them due respect and yielding to their counsel. Here, though. 
clothe, apron yourself, all of you, with humility. As the garb of a servant, so that its covering cannot possibly be stripped from you. With freedom from pride and arrogance toward one another. For God sets himself against the proud, the insolent, the overbearing, the disdainful, the presumptuous. You just presume things about people or from people. The boastful. And he opposes and frustrates and defeats them. But he gives grace, favor, and blessing to the humble. See, when you humble yourself and you try to get rid of that pride, and the Lord will give you more grace. And grace, he pours it on you to get the ability to overcome that area. The area could be pornography. The area could be uh, anything, stealing, you know, uh, shoplifting, I, I don't know, whatever, drugs, you know, all, all those things. Now, okay, then verse 6 says, Therefore humble yourself, demote and lower yourself in your own estimation under the mighty hand of God, that in due time he may exalt you. Casting, and I put in here, how do you do that? Go to James 4, <laughs> which we just went to. Okay. Casting the whole of your care. Now that one, I got to do over and over. All the anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him. For he cares for you affectionately, and he cares for you watchfully. Be well-balanced, though. Be temperate and sober-minded and not goofy and flaky and nutty. <laughs> I mean, about like things in Christianity. Be vigilant and cautious at all times. For that enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a lion roaring in fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. But how do you withstand him? You're firm in the faith. Faith comes by hearing the word. Faith is the word, really. Against, withstand him and be firm in it against his onset. But if you never read the word, you never speak the word, you don't listen to the word in church, you don't really get into it, you're not going to know what, the, what it is. And it's not going to be hidden in here. It'll hide in here for you and come up when you need it. So, rooted, established, strong, immovable, and determined, knowing the same identical sufferings are appointed to your brotherhood, the whole body of Christians throughout the world, and some of them are overcomers. You've seen them overcome. And after you have suffered a little while, you know how you suffer in that area? You resist that stuff. 
You have to resist it. You have to resist saying, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen to my kids? Oh my gosh, I I've been there. I mean, you know what? Oh my gosh, what's going to happen to so-and-so? You know, what's going to happen? Uh, I have cancer. What's going to happen? You know, I actually never thought that. Though. But, but I know that it is something to think about. You know, before you go to surgery, you think, you think, okay, I'm going to have a spinal. I will wake up. <laughs> and you know, when I did wake up, I went, I said to the nurse watching over, I said, oh, I woke up. <laughs> I thought, shut up. <laughs> I did. I said it to her. She kind of laughed. She says, well, what did you expect? <laughs> I expected to go to heaven. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I know I wasn't. <laughs> and after you have suffered, but so <laughs> I know. <laughs> but you have to res. Oh my goodness! It, it. See, this. I'm talking about reality here. You have to resist the cares. Because I get right back into it. I, I'm, not, I'm not ashamed to tell you. I mean, and I go, oh, resist this. So then I got to read that again. Amen. See, sometimes I've read this so many times that I started to get revelation of it. <laughs> Overcome, resist those cares, suffer it out, <laughs> get rid of it. But I want to worry, but I want to cry, but I want to be afraid of fear, you know. <laughs> Because you were so used to it. But when you resist it, the God of all grace, who imparts all blessing and favor, has called you to his own eternal glory in Christ Jesus, will himself complete and make you what you ought to be. He'll establish you. He'll ground you securely. He'll strengthen you. He'll settle you. To him be dominion, power, authority, rule forever and ever. Amen. So be it. And I put in here, to be humble means when God says something about you, believe it. No matter how foreign to you your religious thinking is, know you are righteous. To say the opposite is to disagree with God and that's, oh, and I put, that's the ultimate form of pride, Jackie. <laughs> the ultimate form of pride. <sighs> it's false humility. Agree with God. Be bold enough to say it about yourself. <laughs> Banish pride by submitting to truth. Let's see. Clothe yourself in true humility. <laughs> what did I put? Okay. Persecution can be one of them. Get rid of it. <laughs> I mean, the walking in the flesh and getting rid of it by walking in the spirit instead. I, I, I'm gonna. I, we're gonna. We're gonna stop because it's it's late. I haven't even got to. Would you believe this also had to do with Isaiah 53.1? Because I've got the rest of all this. See, that report, any report you get, is it mind over matter 
or power of position thinking. It's believing God's word over the problem and honestly believing it and not acting like we did when we were in the world system. And that means you've got to choose whom you're going to believe. Are you going to believe God or the world system? Are you going to believe the voice of the Holy Spirit or the voice of the devil? And once we know what God says, we can choose to believe his report. Because God's word is God's will, and God's will is God's word. Amen. I'm going to stop right there. Amen. So, amen. Okay, so you know what? Now, I said something about writing a vision. I'm going to give you an assignment. Right? You know what? And you told me, Anita told me she wrote that vision out. She remembered it. And you put it, you put it in an envelope. What I would like to do is, I, I don't know if anyone else did, right? And you were talking about it at the beginning, right? Your vision. I mean, right? I'm, I'm not necessarily saying the church vision. I'm talking about you. What do you? Where do you want to see yourself go this year? Where do you want to see yourself go with your family? With your wait a minute, with your finances? With a relationship? Physically, I know. I did that for the last 75 years, and then I quit. <laughs> no, I watch, I watch stuff, though. I mean, I watch them exercise and eat donuts. No, I watch. No, what I was talking about, I watch what I eat. <laughs> I can make a joke out of that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. So, Father God, I thank you that this word will not return void, but shall accomplish what we please and prosper in the thing for which we sent it. And, Lord, I... I I thank you that, that everyone in here hears the voice of the good shepherd and the voice of strangers they do not follow. And you show them a higher place that they can be in several areas in their life, Lord. And that I pray that you will show them just even how to write it down. And this is, this is what I'm, I'm, I'm getting this... I'm asking you this, write it down, put it in an envelope, and we will pray over it okay. on Sunday. You don't have to show me what it is. I won't look. We'll give you the envelope back. <laughs> but do it, because it makes a huge difference. Keep looking at it. No, that was debts. I asked every. Okay, I got to tell you those who, Corbin, you probably don't know this. Okay, no, this is what we did. I said, okay, we're going to have debt cancellation. <laughs> so I says, bring all your bills or whatever, or a copy of them or, or something, and we're going to pray over them, and we're going to get a grill in here. <laughs> it was where the mistake was. That was that little church. 
down the cross from the airport. And, and we burned <laughs> and started to smoke. What happened when the fire, the firemen came in there? It wasn't that time. No, it wasn't that time. But what happened? Uh, they came right uh, in, the, in the church there with their everything. They oh, that was, they were, oh, they were that was persecution. Okay, but that, but I think we actually got the giggles. We could hardly get it outside. We didn't go through. We burned it up all right. <laughs> how come you, the men didn't tell me how stupid that was? <laughs> okay, there was a time I was telling somebody, okay, we had a school, all right? So somebody was angry with us. There was a lot of gossip around town. I mean, there was a lot of persecution stuff going. Really, it was cuckoo. But anyway, so, so um, all of a sudden, we're having school, and we go, whoa, 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 whoa. And I go, oh, there must be a fire around the neighborhood. Ha! It was right in our parking lot. And they came, and they were in full gear. And they came into there to kick us out because we did not have fire, fi fire what? Yeah, yeah. Extinguishers and the whole, whole thing because we had children in there. But you know what? The fire chief was, um, was a born-again Christian. And, um, and he's a real nice guy, and he, he, he kind of... He knew me, and he said, well, he says, yeah, but look, at least you tried. You, you put, uh, we put those, you know, things, you stick, stick up in the ceiling. Yeah, but that, they didn't want that. This, they wanted, okay, so, so then, I, I mean, and, and we got out of it. But somebody was upset with us about having a homeschool school there and teaching homeschoolers, and the whole fire department came. And they were going to kick us out. He actually, the fire chief told me that. So <laughs> it wasn't, I'm not just whistling Dixie here. And then, but what, then get this though. So we decided Walmart would let people have um, yeah. bake sales at, at their place. <laughs> so we were going to have a bake sale for the fire alarm system. And you know what? All of a sudden, and, my, and Walmart would match it. But, but the, thing, the thing was, somebody came with a $2,500 check. <laughs> and besides what we all baked, I don't even, you know what, we sold, I don't even remember how much the check was, but I know that Walmart, that Walmart was supposed to give us like $3,000. And they they kept they actually kept that other check too, for they kept it for six weeks, and I finally got mad at them and told them to give it back to me. That's ours, you know. Even if you're not going to match it, but, but they were so shocked, they kept going to all the, the corporation head and this one head. What do we do? What do we do? They were supposed to match it. They did give us. I, I don't I don't recall. Do you how much? They didn't match it for sure. Yeah, but they gave us. 
They never expect. See, everywhere we went, it was like though we would always, we would overflow with the financial thing. So, <laughs> praise God. <laughs> there are stories out there that I think about. I was thinking about another one that I'd forgotten all about. I, I don't even know what it is the other night, and I was laughing about it. <laughs> I was telling John about it, I think. Oh, that was the old church. Yeah. You almost <laughs> fell through the roof. It's the Alamo down there. Ron fixed the doors and all kinds of things because they were falling apart. The whole back porch was falling away from the building. And then somebody tried to rob the Johnson cycle, and they had nice motorcycles, and they're nice, big, expensive stuff. And that's the one who was renting the building to us, and then we were in the middle, and the other side was a rental place. And they tried... Ours would have been the easiest one to get into, and they actually got into the other two, and they couldn't get into ours. <laughs> it was so bad. But you know angels were protected. <laughs> I know they were. Because <laughs> that was, would have been like nothing to get in there. <laughs> Amen. Just, are you real? <laughs> Is it still on? What? Yeah. You, you came in there one time and praise and worship, it was a, a live thing. Oh, yeah. There. It was all, our praise and worship was oh, always live. Good. Yeah. So good. One accord in there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So many, so much stuff. Yeah. Hey, do you know that uh, when. We were praying in tongues. Yeah, 9-11. Yeah, but all the churches said go to her church and pray. <laughs> and then, yeah, when when uh, uh, Brown, um, the football coach for Nebraska, Ron Brown, came to speak at the high school. And, you know, he's born again, spirit-filled. And they told us to pray in the back while he preached. And I had to pray over him. That I was like, <clears throat> but I, I just prayed, whatever. And that Baptist pastor said, no. Yeah, I know. And the Baptist pastor came through yeah. while we were praying in tongues, and we all stopped. You know, we were in the back of the curtain, and we all stopped, and he went, no, no, just go right ahead. You guys know how to pray. <laughs> he was a nice guy. Oh, he was so sweet. He let us use his baptismal too once, and when we had a lot of people, he let us use the robes and everything. Nice, nice man, sweetheart. Your your mother-in-law went there, Ron's mom. Yeah. Oh, I loved that guy. He was he was so precious. Yeah. Yeah. He was the only nice one. No. I hope I'm off. <laughs> oh. Yep. Amen. <laughs> okay, you're dismissed way 